Winterfell is, do you love Cast of Thrones and want to help us offset some of our recording and hosting costs? Head on over to castofthrones.com slash donate and give us those golden dragons or even a monthly pledge of a silver stag. And now, on with the podcast. Welcome to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. This week, we are short one member, but we are going to have such a great time as we talk about Game of Thrones, Season 3, Episode 7, The Bear and the Maiden Fair. I am Tim Lanning, and joining me tonight is Jennifer Cheek. Hey guys, what up? I'm here at the end of a birthday bender. Happy birthday. Also here with us is Nick Bristow. Hey, happy Mother's Day. Oh my God, all you mothers out there. Yeah. What a topical issue for this episode. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, there's, mm-hmm. there's mothers of dragons. There was a, a, a mother of humans. There was mm-hmm. a, a mother grizzly bear, probably. <laughs> probably. Papa, I did not get a good bear. look, but I can only assume it was a mama bear. Bears are very hairy in that region. <laughs> it's a secret down there. Who even knows what's going on? What'd you guys think of this episode? Mm. It was mm. weird. Here's, okay, so just to give you guys a little peek behind the curtain, we normally record the show on Monday night, but right. Tim and I have family in town, and so we are recording it like half an hour after we watched it. We just watched the we episode. just watched it. So yeah. normally we have a whole day to process, and I I normally read several reviews and like think about it, yeah. like see comments on the internet. This is... Mm-hmm. This is you're going to get to hear us yeah. be stupid because we haven't gotten to read anybody else's opinion of anything yet. <laughs> this is what... So, this is a lot of raw. you are like, oh, we want the show on Monday, like, right after the show airs because we want to listen to it. It's like, this is what you get. Yeah. This is yeah. your fault. This is what- I blame you. <laughs> this is a yeah. Cast of Thrones raw. Yeah, and, just raw uh, dog. It's real raw. Also, um, we we wanted to get completely off topic, so we had to record early, super early, so we could cut out thrifty. So. Yeah, yeah, because he won't let us, and we we're gonna do what we it's want. Like we can't have that get in our way of our yeah. goofs. Thrifty's always like, "You guys are too raw," and we're like, "Fuck you, thrifty! <laughs> you can't control us. You're not my dad. Kick us out of podcast <laughs> college." <laughs> Just Aww. kidding. We're not in podcast. Wait, when we explain thrifty is not here. Uh, this yeah, thrifty's episode. not. Oh yeah, because yeah. because he's a he's a good dad and it's Mother's Day. Yes, and mm. so he thought that would be sort of shitty of him to be yeah. like, bye. So it was, <laughs> it was it was kind of the perfect storm of unfortunate like. Uh, yeah, circum- uh, uh, outstanding circumstances. Exactly. So, but it's hey. so he couldn't record tomorrow. You guys couldn't. You know, he could record tomorrow. We you couldn't. guys couldn't. Right. I I don't have a life. Apparently, I can record forever. <laughs> so here we are. That's here we all. are. It, and we've been doing a pretty good job where we haven't had to uh, do a, a podcast uh, without someone. Without someone. From yeah, we've done pretty good with that. So. Yeah. So, but he he'll be back. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about this episode. This was written by George Jar Jar yeah, Martin. Isn't that so disappointing? I don't, I'm, I'm, mm. It seemed like a small episode. It seemed like there were, was a lot of unnecessary sexing scenes in it. Yeah. And <laughs> no, that's so Jar Jar. It, it like part of me was kind of laughing about that because he, but I never felt like the sex scenes in the books were like. 
I don't know, silly and out of place, but like that Robin Talisa one just would not stop. Like, yeah, stop maybe, it. Maybe the episode he writes is the one where he has to be on set and he's like, I want to see this. I, I would see like some to see butts. There were bush. butts, which I did appreciate. But, yeah, for sure. I mean, and we got to see Rob's butt, which we're all, we're all are fans of. Yeah. Everybody wanted to see Rob's butt. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm always down for butts, but. I, I also feel the whole time I felt was like no this is taking away from valuable well, screen time. I think that specifically even with Rob's scene was the pacing was really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was just like <sighs> I sure am tired from sex, so <laughs> I guess let's talk. And then the other ones I don't know. There's just not a lot happened until the very end. Until the very end, right? And that and was good. But honestly, I don't remember how that went down in the book. So we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I, I remember it pseudo clearly. Um, overall, I don't know. This this episode kind of is what I was worrying about, like last year when they were talking about splitting the book. Like, mm-hmm. not it was. It's we're still in a transition period after like the high point of like yeah. episode five and six. Yeah, and like we really need to get going, but they can't because it's really obvious if you've read the books where they're ending the season. <laughs> exactly, and they're like. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna go through this door, and that's the end. But we have like four more episodes, so um, let's just talk about it. Right, and and having a bit of jawing with Tyrion and Bronn is always fun. Yeah, I always mm-hmm. enjoy that. But, but it, it, so at this point, some of the stuff is almost like gossip. Like they're yeah. talking about decisions that were made in previous episodes. So like, <laughs> isn't that shitty? Like, yeah, it sure is shitty. Oh man, that was a shitty choice we made back then. Yeah, and it's not. It's not like. That. Oh, this is a shitty choice that was made a thousand years ago. Um, but it's it, honestly, it's not that big of a deal if you're watching the show uh, in the future and you went and downloaded this episode and you're, you know, you're just binging on all mm-hmm. the episodes in one day. But sure. if you're but, waiting a whole week in between, then it's a little sadder. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, oh. I mean, it wasn't. I don't know. It I, wasn't bad. Game of Thrones hasn't had a bad, bad episode for a while. I mean, this one was probably the. This is probably one of the worst this season. It's, I yeah. I take notes every episode of things I find comical and whatever that I want to talk about in the show. The only thing I have listed here on my iPad is damn butts. <laughs> <laughs> and we already had a butts so. episode a few week, weeks ago, so I mean, I feel like this is... Yeah. Those butts totally eclipse these butts. Well, it's just more disappointing because uh, I believe George R. R. Martin wrote the Blackwater episode. And that was, that was great. fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, this one... It was a big, huge episode. Exactly. This, just, its scope was less, and so maybe it's our fault for having a little more anticipation maybe. or whatever. We, we jumped around a lot, and nobody really got any momentum. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. There was so, not a lot of mo. So speaking of that, like, do we want to go ahead and just start let's talking just about right that episode? Let's go right in there. Let's go to Rob's. So, let's do it. So we're going to start out at, well, it's Rob's camp. Are they still at River Run, though? No, no they're on the way. You're right. right. They're, they're on their way River to the Run. twins mm-hmm. yep. for Edmure's wedding. I'm, I'm always fascinated by, like, how they're moving this camp, and he has, like, a nice big bed yeah, with all man. This stuff on it. I do always think about that. Because he has servants to do that shit for yeah, him. He doesn't grooms, have to worry about squires, it. squires, all those people. Yeah. Well, when, when the things aren't moving along quickly, like, that's what you, like, your mind wanders. Like, who's carrying <laughs> that bed table there? Yeah, there's two great tents. There's a candelabra today. for some reason. <laughs> well, two and a half great tent scenes. I got to give it for to, up to my boy Christian Narn for building oh my gosh. Uh, that one tent for Brand. But besides <laughs> that, great two great awesome like, tents. Honestly, like the only thing that 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 tent that Hodor built would it would just like funnel the water like <laughs> onto you. Yeah, I don't even remember seeing Hodor building a tent. I was really not paying attention. Uh, Ho- Hodor to him. water torture. Oh, well, we gotta we gotta focus. Yeah. So so I oh. guess they're on their way to 
the twins, and they use this moment to say, hey, we're slowed down by the rain, which is mm-hmm. interesting because this is a storm of sorts. <laughs> and yeah. uh, that Waldo Frey is going to be real pissed about it. Yeah, and that he's a piece of shit. He's a real also. piece of shit. He's a piece of wet shit. Yeah. 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 He's just like we we met Walter Frey. Yeah, we don't seasons. like him. Yeah. He, yeah. You guys, if you if you're yeah you aren't reading the books, you should go back and um, watch that season. Yeah. So you can remember him and remember how crazy he is. He's um, what's his face from Harry Potter? He's the oh yeah um Wilding, Filch. He's Filch. Uh, Filch. Wilding. Wilding <laughs> Filch from Harry Potter. Yeah, you know. But he's a grumpy Gus, and uh, yeah, the Blackfish calls him a, a wet piece of shit, and then he's like, "Oh, There's sorry, a There's a girl in the room. Well, he doesn't care about Catelyn, I guess, but he cares about they, Talisa hearing bad words. You know, they've um replaced a lot of actors. Is is Wilding Filch back? Oh, I don't know. Well, they haven't had mean. I mean, has that actor died? He could be dead. I feel like he's a thousand years old. I don't think he's dead. He's probably younger than he looks in most of the shows. Maybe. I think I think he's safe as of right now. But if he dies tonight, then that would feel real bad. But that was just so long ago. Like, you you never know with this show. They replace people all the time. Yeah. Uh, We haven't had like many large people replaced other than the mountain. Well, I don't and know Thoros. if I would consider Waldo Frey Not Thoros, that huge. Um, Barrett Dondarrion was replaced. Yeah, Dondarrion was replaced. That's true. But yeah. he, was, anyway. he was barely anything the first season, so... I was just wondering if you guys knew. But guys, that guy that plays um, Waldo Frey is not even that old. He's 71. I thought he was... That's one, pretty old. I thought he was like 172 or something. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like more than twice me. It's just old as shit. So after uh, Rob and Talisa do sex to each other. For the like the longest time, like Yeah. It, also side note that's fun. So Tim and I always watch their friend Bobby, but Tim's sister is in town this week and Heather has never ever watched an episode of Game of Thrones. Is she in the room too? She's asleep right now. She's asleep. Um but she was watching it with us and I was like, oh, Really Game of Thrones? Really you gonna do Thrones. this to me right now? Make uh, us seem like a bunch of pervs watching this. Game of Thrones, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> it really and, was a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the hard. way that like Talisa was moving, like we almost saw Hobart Hole. Yeah, I oh. thought we were gonna see some secrets. I mean, it, I was. I'm always curious when they do those kind of scenes. They're like, like, okay, we need to like plan like your feet movement meticulously. <laughs> exactly. Because make like, sure this room know, is dark enough. We almost got a, a, a flash of bush. It's premium cable, but it's <laughs> not, not that premium. It's not, it's not late enough at <laughs> night for it's that. It's not TV. It's HBO. <laughs> yeah. And then they talk back and forth. Yada yada yada. Talisa's writing a letter. To her mom. Mm-hmm. To her mom. In Volantis. So, have we Valerian. given up hope that that they're going to take it back? No, I have not. I have not. I, I have reasons for that. We will talk about that in the Spoiler Town. Huh. All right. I don't yep. I don't think they're going to do anything with it. I do. So <laughs> I don't think, they're, I don't think they're going to do anything with the If character. any of you can follow this conversation, just hold off, and we're going to talk about it in the Spoiler yeah. section. Anyways. Um, they talk, and Rob's all... Rob's all like in Horntown. He's like, "Oh, if you're mm-hmm. gonna keep laying there with your butt all out, I can't promise I won't Classic attack you again." Classic men blaming the woman. Like <laughs> your butt's there. I can't help myself. <laughs> to be fair, she is just chilling on the bed with no clothes she on. She is mostly because that's comfortable. Everyone knows it. It's true. Um, that's sure how. Too. That's the best <laughs> way to write like letters. She's like a bear skin too. It's <laughs> gonna feel great. Yeah, my sister said, "Do they have sex on animals in this show?" <laughs> I'm like, well. <laughs> Not constantly dead or alive. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, hey, who knows? It, either way, yes. Um, and then, 
So Rob's all like, how am I supposed to be doing my battle stuff if you're going to be all pretty there? And then how does this transition happen? It was, she, uh, it was a she's little awkward, like, but... Oh, I, I think Rob's like, oh, does does she know that you're a queen? Oh, and, yeah. Oh, yeah, talking uh, about his And mo- she's like, mom. well, she's going to want to... My mom's going to want to meet you and our son or daughter, winky well, well. wink. And then Rob doesn't understand at first, and it's like the stereotypical, like, dude finds out his wife's pregnant, and he's all like, what? Yeah, well, he's what? still sex-addled, so... He, yeah, he, his brain is in a fog of sex. Yeah, and then he's like, yeah, exactly, like, oh my gosh. Oh, wowie, and he's excited, and he's all like, maybe it's twins, and she's like, don't get greedy, ha So she's like, ow. So, um, so, Jennifer, mm-hmm. since we, you've studied ancient maternity <laughs> stuff... <laughs> oh, yes. Is it just like, oh, I didn't get my period, or is it, do they have, like, their own wooden stick they can pee? They did not have a wooden stick. I mean, here's a fun fact. Um, Even, like, not even that long ago, like, I believe in the 50s, there was some sort of a test with, like, rabbit urine. They did something with a rabbit, because if there was, like, a code, like, the rabbit's dead means the girl's pregnant. Oh, so, like, if they put a rabbit in, like, up in them, no. and it died? No, I don't remember Did the exact mechanics. Did they pee on the rabbit? There was a, oh, there was oh they pee on the rabbit, and the rabbit dies, and then they're pregnant. Got it. No, there was an episode of Mad Men that, like, referred to it. Huh. Um, pregnancy test. Rabbit pregnancy test. If you look that up, it will explain to you. But I don't think they were doing that in Game of Thrones, part because it's not real. She probably just missed her moon blood. She probably just missed her moon blood, and that's mm-hmm. how she knew. And she's, and she's like... Hmm, it's been like a week. Yeah, it's pro- I'm probably pregnant. Okay, here it is. So it actually was originally with mice. It says the original test used mice and was based upon the observation that when urine from a female in the early months of pregnancy is injected into immature female mice, That's the ovaries of the mice enlarge and show follicular maturation. What? Yep. How is that, in, oh, how is that in, like an God. old way of doing it? That was so insane. I know. Wait, so they inject urine from the pregnant woman yeah. into a mice a mouse and then the mouse like reacts badly to it, the, it well because of the hormones in it it makes the ovaries like swell up oh, but how would you like not react badly to get in urine <laughs> yeah <laughs> Look, what, what is know. good no but i think it's because it's specifically like this organ swells huh. up what? because it's it's estrogen man that's really Let's weird see. um his head exploded we're not pregnant i'm sorry but in, in the long list of weird medical science things this one's really really strange you know, like I didn't. I honestly didn't think there was an ancient like, like you, know, <laughs> you were birth. prepared for that, were you? <laughs> but and I, I was just like, yeah. wait, if there is, it's got to be super interesting. And I was right. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's a thing. If you, the the phrase "the rabbit died," that means that the person's pregnant. It's a thing. Look it up. Huh. So, oh my god, I'm gonna start saying that to pregnant women. So, do you oh, think pregnant women's pee taste like tastes different? I don't really want to ever think about that. Okay. Okay. Fine. Wait. Why is it rabbit if it's mice? Well, it, it, they use it with rabbits, too. Oh, okay. Because they're cuter. Yeah, and they want the cutest thing <laughs> like, possible to die. like when you, you do it and then the rabbit dies, you, like, you put it in a basket and you, like, give it to your husband. I'm like, I got, I got you this. <laughs> this, is how <laughs> East, this is how Easter started. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um, uh, is there anything else we need to discuss about I, Rob? I think that's all that happened in Rob's camp. So, Talisa's pregnant. So, next part, Danny's camp. Danny. What's up, Danny? You're in Yunkai. Yeah. So she left Astapor in ruins, <laughs> blazing <laughs> inferno, and now she's moved on to the next city. And I guess Yukai is a little bit of a harder nut to crack. Right. Than it's not as militaristic, but apparently they're really wealthy. And they have big ass walls, and they're just gonna like big hang walls. out in there and never leave. And they got. So, they sorry. apparently got great friends too. Yeah. Who, they, who? Who are the friends? We don't know. Well, Jorah has to mm-hmm. go find out. Yeah. 
Because they talk because the guy that he sends to Danny to like you know have a treaty uh, is like yeah. we have powerful friends and Danny's like who are those powerful friends and Jora and um, Barrison do not know so they're gonna find that out. Wait, are we already through this scene talking? I blinked like, for a second. No, no, no. We just kind of went to the end for a second and we're gonna go <laughs> okay. back around. Tim made a passing comment about how they had friends. Yeah. All right. So importantly, we start out this scene. Danny has a huge fucking couch. Who's carrying this couch? <laughs> I guess her not slaves are carrying her couch. At this point, I don't know what the difference is between a slave and a not slave. I think they just. Want they don't, to be I don't there. think they pay them money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not like you. Yeah, there, there's no like. I mean, I guess normal armies don't get paid in Westeros, do they? I mean, I guess they get taken care of food-wise. I know a lot stuff. of people would just, whatever plunder they got was yeah. their payment. But I don't know that Danny would be down with that. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think she is. But also, the, the Unsullied wouldn't just go plunder unless she told them to. Exactly. I think that was one of uh, one of the selling points. Yeah, One of the bullets it was, was um, <laughs> they won't rape and pillage. <clears throat> exactly. That's what Jorah enjoyed about it. Yeah. And I mean, Jorah even said about Yunkai, like, bro... We can skip the city. We don't need to go we attack. We don't need it. Just think about like, it. Like, mm. if it's no strategic value to Westeros and the fact that it's, well, not in Westeros. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but the problem is that Danny knows that there are tons and tons and tons of slaves in Yunkai and she cannot handle that. She is on a real Abe Lincoln kick. She really is. And, uh, but I, you know what I have to say? Like, I have not always been super happy with the way the Daenerys has been played on the show, but I feel like Amelia Clark is doing a very good job this season. I feel like it's, she's much more believable and not annoying. Because, like, sometimes last season, like, she seemed a little petulant. Like, man, I'm Well, last waiting. season, all she was doing was running around and yeah. begging. Yeah. Yeah, and now she's, like, actually... I think now that she has a purpose, other than just, like, she, I want to be the queen cause, because I want to. Yeah. And my family was. I have cool well, hair. She, like, becoming the queen, that's, like, her birth thing. Like, that was never hers. Like, freeing the slaves, that's all her. Exactly. Definitely. I, I, like, nobody told her to do it. She decided to do it. And I think it makes her a much more interesting character, which I think gives Amelia Clark more to work exactly. with. Exactly. Just as Daenerys herself has more purpose and so mm-hmm. forth, Amelia Clark has something to work with. Exactly. And and I think also the fact that she's talking in Valyrian a lot also helps. True, that helps. she's really great at it. Well, and her dragons are so much oh bigger Oh, my God. Than they're her. so big and awesome. Uh, the dragons are great. When did you notice when the dragons are like screaming? You can see like the the gland holes where they shoot fire, oh, like in their mouth. No, I'm gonna have to see some screenshots of that because that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, there, it's like in like the the sides of their cheeks in the back. There's like two little dimples and like oh my gosh, you know, it's, I'm like that's great that they like, yeah, put that there's in there. Tons of the, detail. The, the fire doesn't just like come out their throat, throat. their throat hole. Yeah, yeah, it's not magic. I mean, I could be wrong. I, I could be like seeing things, which I do sometimes. <laughs> thanks, mushrooms. But um, I believe, yeah, it, it, it was a nice touch. So Danny is is meeting with this guy from Yunkai, who I did not quite catch his name. It was Hisdar Mo something. I want to say maybe Resnak. I, that not, sounds familiar. It sounds. It may be too familiar. Like maybe right. my brain mm-hmm. made it up. It, it was. I'm pretty sure it was his door something. Mm-hmm. I couldn't quite catch it. I'm sorry. If if we had been recording this tomorrow, I would have had the correct information for you. But yeah. it's been too mm-hmm. soon. But um, so this guy, eyeliner bro. Eyeliner. He looks great. He does. Yeah, she, he looks like a rock star. She calls him or tells him to get the the slave leader to come. You know, visit her. Yeah. 
and it's like basically like a it's like a power play by her because he's like walking in his litter with his like little pathetic slaves like walking through yeah. like what is supposed to be like miles I'm of unsullied. unsullied. Yeah. yeah. Even though like when we pull out it's like oh there's like 20 dudes over there. <laughs> yeah. But he's, he's very like, uh, he's very these seven nervous. guys are actually CG so they won't do very good in <laughs> battle but we'll do this. <laughs> That's just a painted backdrop whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh but they 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 walk and um he he's he looks very nervous. He's very nervous. Which well, I, he's in the bowel of the the uh, the enemy camp. Also the dragons. Also dragons. Uh, he was nervous before he ever even saw the dragons. But then once he did see them, yeah. he was like, "Ah, oh, double." Well, shit. it made it sound like they already heard about what happened to Astapor. Yeah. They know some shit went down. Right. Some bad shit, and that. But Danny beat them. Astapor was kind of a fluke, don't you think? I well, mean, she tricked like, him. Yeah, she, she tricked him. Right. What? And it wasn't like uh, she like conquered them, but still, like it could show that she's kind of kooky and crazy, mm-hmm. not to be trusted. And, and she's obviously not going to try to do the same thing here. <laughs> she's like, not going to play by their rules. I need to buy six thousand of your bed slaves. Yeah, yes. yeah. like wait, does everyone fuck them to death? Yeah, everyone <laughs> sex them. Do no. it. I w- I'm actually surprised it didn't happen, given hey. the fact that this is Game of Thrones. This is true. I do love to have sex on the screen at all time. But um, after they started to meet, we got some great uh, dialogue between the both of them. And yeah, and, and essentially he's like, look, we're going to give you a boat. And she's like, oh, it's the sweet thing. So I love this oh, boat. Oh, right, love boats. And he's like, yeah, but if we give you a boat, you have to leave and go to Westeros and leave us alone. And she's like... Honestly, mm-hmm. I think she should take that deal. It's not a bad deal, but it's only one boat, though. And that's not enough boats. Yeah. Oh, her. I thought it was like a whole... Oh, I thought it's more than one boat. Was it? I don't know. Uh, well, if he's it like, here, here's, here's boats to go to Westeros, like, I think. Okay, they could be. That should be enough. But but the thing is that Danny still doesn't care, because right. at this point, her goal is not just to go to Westeros and, mm-hmm. and kick ass, but also yeah. to free slaves. The amount of, the, of uh, ships is unimportant. She's there to chew bubblegum and free slaves, and she's also out of bubblegum. Yeah, but there's of tons slaves. of slaves, though. There's a lot. There's tons like a hundred... I don't I forget how many Jorah said. It was a lot. It was like 200,000. She's basically... She's doing all the wrong things here in terms of, like, war. Yeah. Uh, not, like, in terms of the show or the book or whatever. She's just going around making enemies with everyone. Yeah. yeah. But... It's, it's a bad world, so she's not gonna, like, ever stop finding bad people to fight. But the thing is, I mean, this is why... Dora said that she actually deserves a throne mm. and why she's like her brother Rhaegar and not like Viserys because she has a good heart and she really does want to help people. Yeah, but the thing is, like, Westeros and, you know, over here uh, in Pentos and all that crap and all, you know, the whatever, yeah. across the Narrow Sea. Um, Essos. They, yeah. they don't, Essos. They, they never fought. They're, they're not like they're not- warring countries. Not really. Yeah, not recently. Like there's probably anyway. battles, and now, well, they 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 theoretically. used to fight a lot, and then mm-hmm. Valyria unified them. Yeah, so it's been a long time though. Yeah. It's been a yeah. long time. So, but now, like, all these people are gonna be attacking her. Yeah, the wisdom Forever. of what Denny's doing is, uh, you know, military wise, is I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going. And there's got to be battles happening because there are a lot of sellsword companies around. That's true. Yeah, there's not right. spoken about as much. Um, and it's not as important as, you know, the if, big drama know, of Westeros. If I know anything about the Game of Thrones board game, like, pissing off all your friends in that game... <laughs> it's a bad idea. just get you killed really quickly. <laughs> you can't be doing that. Um, the other part... So, this is, like, kind of a, a parlay session, and 
He's all like, we'll give you boats if you leave. And Danny's like, how about I give you a counter-argument? I'll give you your life. Yeah. <laughs> if you get <laughs> rid of like, the slaves. Hmm, how about two lives? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like I got gold. Here's some, here's some yeah. yeah, look at this gold that's like... Like, this is raw-ass gold. And sh- it's not even, like, shiny. But then he tries to take that shit back once he realizes the deal is not going down like he wants it to. But guess who loves gold? Dragons. They Dragons. love it. Love gold. And so they're like, nah, man, you get out of here. I'll burn you. Yeah. It, yeah. They, the, she, they, he gave her that gold. That's her. That's her gold now. Yeah. Yep. She's like, I heard you say it's mine. So it's mine. No takes backsies. Yeah, no takes backsies. Uh, Mr. Dragon? <laughs> did you hear that, too? Miss Dragon heard that too. He did. So bye. Yeah. And, so and, the- and she, she also wants them all to free slaves and pay him. Yeah. And he's like, that's silly. I'm not gonna do it. But eventually he's like, fine, I'll leave. And he runs away, and also his slaves do. Yeah, and I have no idea how they're gonna deal with this. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. That's that's the end of Danny's <laughs> for this for this episode, though. Yeah. I feel like we don't have much to say about these people right now. Which people? About like what's happening this episode, as in. We didn't get enough to work with. I have thoughts. I just can't say some. Yeah. I have thoughts about the Rob section. I just can't say anything without it being a spoiler. For sure. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have any we'll thoughts there. about Danny right now. To be to be <laughs> honest with you. So, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Do you ha- let's hope we have some extra thoughts about Aria and oh. how when she's hanging out with her little uh, brother pals. This was also a very mm-hmm. short little scene. Yeah. Well, there uh, two. This was a pretty important one, though, actually. It, yeah, it is. Um, important for later, not for now, because this episode well, it's doesn't mo- go anywhere. It's moving, it's moving the... <laughs> At least something happened here. Yeah, yeah. and it's moving the, the narrative along of the, the exactly. book. So. And we do get to the, the fun conversation between Arya and the Brotherhood, where she's like, you guys are traitors. Yeah. So Arya is so mad that they sold Gendry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah no, that's just like slavery, kind yeah. of. Yeah, and they're all like, oh, you're a little girl. You can't understand when you need the gold. And she's like, nah, you guys are assholes. And you're yeah. liars. And that's what's up. They're really, really committed to the Lord Light. And like they say things like the one true Lord. Yeah. The one true God. The red God. Yeah. When the red God wants to buy a boy, you buy a boy. He, he's, yeah, he's gone. This it, this thing didn't give us one of the cooler lines of the episodes where she's all like, the red God's not my oh, God. Yeah. And they're like, what? Who is your God? And she's like, death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wicked bird. Oh my God. Oh, she's yeah. like the most like metal, metal or emo. I feel like she's metal. That's more yeah, metal. Yeah, I think. <laughs> She's uh, getting close to being emo sometimes, but definitely metal and hardcore. It's yeah. That's- I just want one person in the background after she said that to be like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> and then, like, snap. <laughs> and guys just back there like, oh, oh dang. Yeah. yeah, but they also are like, oh, man, so we're not going to quite go to River Run right Well, because now. Angai is like, guys, guess what? I found some Lannisters that make it totally <laughs> kick their asses. And they're like, should we escort this girl or just go kill some Lannisters? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Lion kill Lannisters. Kill Lannisters. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, Daria throws a temper tantrum at this she's point. She's so mad because she's like, what the shit? You're, you took, you, you sold Gendry and now you're not taking me home. I hate you all. Yeah. Buy him running away. <laughs> and they were like, right away, they're like, they're like, dude, like, just give us two days. We're going to go kill these dudes and then we're going to go. Yeah. The River Run will still be there in two days. Honestly. They're not in River Run, from though. From what you've told us, like, this is the best you've had it in a while. Yeah. 
hanging out with us bros. But Arya does not care, because she doesn't like to hang out with liars and cheats. Even if they do have a cool magic cave. Yeah, it, yeah, a sweet like a sweet cave hideout like that. I would. Oh love my to god! Have that. If, when I was a kid, if I had a hideout like that, you'd never have left. Never like you'd still be in I would it be right dead. now. Yeah. Just <laughs> like, a skeleton. Wait, leave. why would you be dead already? <laughs> I would die. You'd be a skeleton. <laughs> oh, because of, no, but like ten years ago. Would you be a skeleton and have like treasure inside of you, inside of your rib cage? I bet you would. Yeah, and then it'd be like. Oh man, Tim should not have eaten these rocks. <laughs> the they tre- weren't one. They weren't treasured. Two. They pro- it's probably what killed the it. treasure. Was we inside really him should have reported this to the police. Literally, <laughs> um, I am filled with gold and rocks and rocks. <laughs> he wanted to become a a gold rock dragon. Oh, I wanted oh, to no. shit out gold like uh, Tywin Lannister. Yeah, you know he but does. It didn't work. So yeah, she. How she long runs does away. it take to become a skeleton? What? How long? How long does it? How long does it take to become a skeleton? Oh. I feel like I have a boring answer for this, and my boring answer is I think it depends on the climate. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> like they find if I think if it's really dry, yeah, man, it takes forever. Yeah, because yeah, you can just like turn into a, a mummy, basically, yeah. you just desiccate. But if it's wetter, then I think you rot. I mean, let's say if it's humid, if there's a lot of grubworms. You guys. Our listeners seem to know a lot about creepy things, so I feel confident yeah, that you'd sure. be able to answer us. How long does it take? The short we're... answer is, we're skeletons right now. Oh my god, it's underneath right. our skin. It's so weird. But yeah, Arya runs away, and they she can't get... catch her because she's like a weasel. She she just like kind of scoots by because she's so tiny. Like, it's not even that impressive because one, they're not guarding her. They haven't been because she's. You know they're treating her fairly, right? And there's she fit she they think that there's no way for her to run and she'd be dumb if she ran away. Right. But. Real honestly, there really isn't anywhere for her to run. It's just she runs into an old friend. Yeah. Oh, guys! I guess the hound is the been hound. hanging out for the past. He's just been days. creeping outside of that cave mouth for like days and days. Honestly, that's my one question: is like in the daylight, like he's probably pretty visible. I mean, like, yeah. Uh, just like a six foot something black armored man, you know. I don't. Some dude hanging out around our heavily guarded sweet cave fortress. Guys, you just can't. Just yeah. sufficient I mean, this, to believe. Yeah, I mean, it, this does happen. It's just that they're like moving more. Yeah, so he's like um, hiding in the woods or whatever. Yeah. And don't they? I don't know. Yeah, so. I think he steals his gold back, right? I think that's one reason why. But maybe they'll explain. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to project too much because I don't know yeah. how they're gonna handle it. But yeah, yeah so Arya's back with uh, the Hound. Good for her. Make, mm-hmm. Making friends. God, she hates the Hound. How's this gonna go down? Oh, jeez. She hates him. Um. Yeah. So yeah, she she he kidnaps her. Yep. Yeah. And speaking of being kidnapped. Oh gosh, Gendry. Gendry. Gendry was also kidnapped. Yeah, we by get the to red see woman. Uh, a dope ass like aerial shot of the. Blackwater Bay. Mm-hmm. With all still, the like, smoking boats? Yeah. Why are they smoking still? They're still smoking? Oh, yeah. yeah. Huh. Oh, you said aerial? Aerial. Yeah. I thought you said arrow. Arrow no, shot. No, like from above. That makes set. Yeah, that was a cool shot because you could see all the boats under the water as they're... Wait, were they still smoking? Am I crazy? Did you I might be crazy. They're definitely charred. Huh. But that was, like, months ago, I think. I, I know. Yeah. I thought maybe it was some magic, like... Um, Wildfire stuff. Yeah, I don't, maybe I'm Magic. crazy. Maybe, maybe I imagined. Maybe it. it was smoke monster from Lost. It probably That's was born. Mm-hmm, that jerk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't like smoke, smoke. Maybe it was just like dust, mm-hmm. debris. 
Yeah. Maybe. I so, I think last week we were we were talking, or I was asking if uh, Gendry knew he was Robert's son. And, and I'll be not. We, we get an answer. He, he know. okay, so he's born, in, he was born at Flea Bottom. His mother was... Uh, Tavern Wench. Tavern Wench. Tavern Wench. Yeah. And, um... He just assumes he's the the son of some lord, the bastard. Well, I don't think it, does. Does he at first? Assume I think that? he says he's nothing, and then and then she's like, she no, no, you're, you're more. Right. And then he's like, uh, am I the son of some, a lord? Just some random dude, right, right. And then he's right. like, no, you're Robert Baratheon's son. He's and like, his oh, face shit. is like, what? Yeah. And she's also like, why did you think the gold cloaks wanted you? That's that a is good a good point. question. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I'm like super handsome. I guess. Did he know in the books? No. Okay. He knows now, yeah, he so does. he knows in the books. Because Jar Jar wrote this. This is all This canon. is canon. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that I, I really like what they're doing here. I do like this, It's actually. not in the books, but I think it's really interesting. Yeah. I think... I like Gendry. I like Melisandre. Mm-hmm. I'm and glad I, they're and still I do, in the sh- I like to see around. cool stuff. There's no narrators at this time in book three that we could have seen this perspective. If, you know... If it is... So, it's cool... But it's kind of made up, but kind of not, because Jar Jar wrote it. So, well, it's completely made up. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not in the books. Well, I guess. It, well, everything's made up except for the history. You know that we all know, right? But we know that Gendry wasn't. He was somewhere in the books at this time, and he's not with Melisandre. He because Melisandre also is somewhere, and she's not with him. Yeah. Um, or but is she? But she does share a little bit of history here because he's all like, oh, I came from nothing. And she's like, oh, my mother was a slave. I was a slave. And here I am now. Yeah. Shut up. Mm-hmm. The Lord of Light lifted her up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, I choose you, Melisandre. Do good things. Yeah. Melisandre was just poor, poor orphan child, orphan slave child mm-hmm. in a wheelchair. <laughs> and then she said, Lord of Light, heal me. He- or somebody else said that to her. And then she, she could walk again, and then she did a little jig off the stage, and, she, you know, she, and now she's history. Now she's what she is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. And that's an interesting sort of bit of info, because I don't think we learn about Melisandre's past for a while. Like book four or five. It's, it's much later. I, I've, I've been continually surprised this season how much they're just dropping information yeah, like from boom. later books. So if you're reading, like, and you're not through, maybe you should let power through. Maybe you should read uh, past. Yeah, that, that is true. Like, if you're just like, oh, I read book three, so I'm good. No, to... you're not. You should maybe yeah. keep reading. <laughs> Everything spoils Because there's some, there's some shit this episode that I was like, whoa. Like, all okay, right. Okay, here we are. Shouldn't go I there. guess it's... I guess maybe people don't realize how important it is, or, or is it, I guess it's not even that important. It's just like, oh, you would have learned that tidbit later, and now that's ruined. But people people do get freaked out over any little spoiler, which I think is like mm-hmm. a yeah. little bit silly. Yeah. Like, Honestly, if you're getting that freaked out over little spoilers, why aren't you reading? Exactly. Yeah. That's you. You got to get on that reading. Like you're you're that invested. <laughs> just just read. But the like, books and, I know that some people would books. probably be mad to find out. That Melisandre was a slave before they read it in really? the book. Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting concept. I don't know where I stand on that. I mean, I I usually am that person that acts like I'll try to like stay away from a spoiler, but I can't help but look at it. Certain shows I do pretty well at staying away from things, but man, yeah. I'm very tempted by them. And some people just love to read spoilers in general. They, right. they like to spoil everything for themselves. Hmm. Yeah, some people read the spoilers like. And then read the book. They want to read the spoilers yeah. first. Yeah, it depends. Because they don't want to. It depends yeah. on the show for me. 
Like, I spell myself a madman, like, all the time. I don't know why. <laughs> I just don't care. I, I just read everything about it. I guess if you're, like, one of those people that you're, like, I enjoy, like, my second viewing yeah. of this show or a second reading of this book more, kind of reading the spoilers first kind of replicates Primes that. it. Yeah. yeah. But sense. I, I when I was reading Game of Thrones, I did not spoil myself on things. Uh, everything mm. was very fresh for me. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know which way is better. But anyway, there's some shit coming. Yeah, let That's us know I'm what saying. you think. I, we've been getting a lot of really good emails, so... Yeah, about a lot of stuff. Yeah, and we definitely always lean on the zero spoilers always Yeah, we're, we, we don't, we but do I, not. I definitely think it's an interesting concept. And, we try to. Yeah. Um, what do you guys, so, quick sidebar, when book six comes out, are you going to take off work and hide in a hole and read <laughs> it, might. like, for a day? I really might. I think we we read book five, like, pretty quickly. It was fast. I was not working at the time. Well, you guys could read it so quickly because you tag-teamed it. One read one page, and then... Yeah, our the brains other. are the same, and so... And then absorbed. you just compared notes, right? Yeah, then when, like, I was sleeping, she would read, yeah. 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 We, we had the, 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 you know, the mind meld Vulcan style. That's what being married is like. Yeah, you have a Vulcan, Vulcan mind meld all yeah. the time. It's pretty sweet. Um, um, anyway. Speaking of mind melding, Brand- oh my gosh is hanging out. That was a surprisingly good transition. I know. Mm-hmm. High it five. was. High five, husband. Uh, Brand is hanging out with Jojen by the fire. You're probably just talking about being weird little kids. And, and Asha so does mad. not like it. She's like, uh-uh. He's filling his head with black magic and I hate it. Yeah. She's well, she, the, the wildlings are, or at least her, she is pretty scared of the magic stuff. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she really is. Like, she's super not into she it. She doesn't care for it. And we kind of, we we get an interesting story about her too. I, I that I don't think we find out yeah, in the book. Yeah, that this is either it is made up mm-hmm. or I don't remember. And that's the interesting thing is sometimes we say this is completely made up, but really it's How could do we be even from know? book six or something like exactly. that. Exactly. So who are we to say? Because if they're grabbing small bits of information from book five, they could be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we get this story. So. Asha thought that everyone is heading towards Castle Black. Right. Apparently, right. Which, because that that's the where plan. They, they were going. Yeah. But, come to find out, Bran and Jojen are making secret plans to go beyond the wall up north yeah. to find the crow. The three-eyed crow that Bran's been dreaming about. Right. Asha, when she finds this out, is super pissed. Because she is well, not going up past the wall again. I think again. what they were saying was they were going to go find Jon Snow and when they were saying that, Jon Snow was beyond the wall, and she assumed he was at Castle Black. Right. And Jojen's like, listen, he's not even there, so we should probably just go find the raven then. Yep. Yeah. And, it says, and then he says the raven, not the crow. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, three-eyed raven. Um, um, we get her story, which is kind of sad. Yeah, so, so basically she has her, her boyfriend slash life partner, Wildling Man, Yeah. and he disappeared one night because he was turned into a white. Yeah, so I guess he died in some way, and then he's like... He went out back. like hunting or something, right? Maybe? He left out the tent and then, um, what was his name? Like, uh, Bur- Bur- Burnham. Burl. 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 I don't remember. Bert. <laughs> so Bert leaves and um, then he entered... But Bert wasn't Bert. Oh, yeah. gosh. He had, like, glowing blue eyes yep. and pale He's very pale. He was trying to attack her. He tried to strangle her, and sh- mm-hmm. she got her a knife. A very vivid description of being choked to death. Uh, yeah. She could feel the life, like, yeah. ebbing from I her. I didn't like it. And then she eventually somehow killed him, and then burnt her hut, hut down. Yeah, mm-hmm. to kill, to super kill him. Yeah. And this is um, the second burning white 
or other mm-hmm. uh, death so far. Uh, because stabbing him in the heart Didn't apparently did nothing. Exactly. So, so there's a tidbit about the whites. Apparently, you gotta, they you, don't you gotta, like fire. You gotta burn them. Fire is what you need to do. If you ever find yourself in a situation with a white, you definitely gotta burn it. Burn it to the yeah, ground. Burn down your house. Yeah, definitely. That's the smart thing to do. Yeah. So, and then they just made bad, um, b- bad eye contact. Oh, Hodor was remember, there. It was fun. Yeah. Remember when Hodor was like, "What are they talking about?" And Hodor was like, "Hodor." Hodor. He's like, but that Hodor said, "I don't fucking know." Yeah, he's like, "You're stupid." It's great. I think Hodor. What if Hodor is the smartest one and like he's like, "Dude, I could invent computers, but I can't tell you how." That'd be so sad. He's trapped inside his own mind. Hmm. Yeah, it's depressing. I don't like that. Whoa, that's really deep. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Whoa. Um, that's really all that happened. Brand. We have a lot of like little, little little tiny little snippets of scenes in this episode. Little morsels. Guys, are we gonna just moving right along? Let's take a torture donkey Aww. over to Theon. Yeah, so sad. I don't yeah. want to talk about the scene. Oh, let's make it an S and M donkey with like one of those masks. Oh, oh yeah, the the Gip mask. Oh gosh, yeah. Gip donkey. Guys, this scene made me sad. Um, fan, fan art request. Thank you. <laughs> Please and thank you. Um, yeah. How do we want to talk about this little? This scene was. I. I mean, obviously, you know, when you see those girls in there with him, I'm like, oh my Where god, this is going to be so fucked up. At first, I was like, okay, so this is how they're not killing him. Like, they come in, feed him, and then, like, back to torture. But, no, very quickly, you're like, no. No, no, no. It's, a, it's all part of the big torture plan. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, my thoughts on this scene are, one, maybe the nudity went on weirdly long. Two, I don't mind the fact that there was nudity, the fact that there was weird sex stuff. Because, really, they're just subjecting Theon to a whole host of tortures yeah so this is another one that being said it was it was definitely a little um it was very weird because like it once again like i don't understand how like actors like touch each other's crotches without exactly. it like, how do you like we're gonna take 10 takes of me dry humping you with your pants on on your uh mm. your rough britches yeah ooh, that's kind of that's actually gonna feel pretty bad yeah. if i had to guess <laughs> i would not feel like all chapped and stuff. It'd be no good. Gross. Um, I just I don't know. This scene made me uncomfortable. Like I, I, I don't know if I liked it. I, There's two ladies. They start seducing him, trying to get him to like want to have sex with him, and then they like kind of I guess is that dry humping if one of you is naked. His pants were on still. Yeah. So they they weren't having sex. But he definitely was excited about it. He was getting there. Well, this I just thought this was so awful and pitiful because you could see in his face, like, he knew this is a trick. Like, something was going on. But then there's naked ladies around him, so he kind of can't help. Old Theon's like, yeah, ladies. But he's he's totally not. And this is the case of where his body's betraying his mind. Yeah. I don't, I mean, he does not seem into it, like, at all. But there's a girl grinding on his crotch, so, you know. Exactly. Up it goes. Definitely. Not the situation you want to find yourself in. And he knows, like, this is, this like, I'm going to get in trouble. Like, when he comes in, I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah, and it was kind of funny, like, when he said, hey, wh- where is he? And they're like, who? Yeah, they just act like they didn't even know what he was talking about. So they're definitely... And they're almost, like, making him feel like he's crazy. Exactly. Not being like, exactly. what are you talking about? They're just, like, ignoring that I always, this guy, who I keep almost saying his name every single time, mm-hmm. um, 
creepy dude. We still don't know his name. Yeah. By the way. Hey, they could change his name. You know. I actually really kind of enjoy they they have not said his name. We're seven episodes in. Yeah, I mean, his his, uh, quote his IMDb entry says his name. If you spoil it for yourself, but. But as of this point, he has not been named on the show. Exactly. And Theon does not know who he is. Yeah, and I, I actually kind of respect that. They, I think that maybe that's why they're mirroring. Like, we don't know who he is. Theon doesn't know, so we don't know who right. he is. Um, so, of course, after, like, the longest grinding scene ever, uh, the dude busts up in with his horn of I torture. Yeah. His torture <laughs> horn. His Benny Hill horn. He's just there the whole time in the darkness. Probably. He said he got jealous, so he had to jump jump in and stop it. And then he starts tying Theon, because, I mean, Theon was like the ladies' man before, and everyone knew that. So he was like, oh, like, you, everyone knows that you love the ladies, but you thought the ladies love you. And then he grabs a handful of ass of each of those Mm -hmm. ladies. Like, yeah, they, they very quickly changed their tune. They weren't in Theon at all. I always wonder what is going through the complicit uh, torture friends' minds. Like, what what's going through exactly. their heads? I, mean, like, I would imagine it's like, uh, at least that's not me, and right. it's going to be me if I don't do this. I mean, we, we know that this character is crazy because he likes doing this, but like... Not everybody's crazy. Right. And especially these, these girls, like, they're, like, very quickly, they're, like, they're obviously in on it, and they love it. Yeah, they have to, you know, really commit. They this. see, they, that's, that is a good point, because I'm like, well, maybe they're being, like, coerced in it. I'm like, man, they seem super okay with what they're doing. They don't right. seem like, oh, sorry. I mean, they were obviously, like, you know, w- the three of them came up with this awesome torture together. Or, I mean, theoretically, what could have been the truth is that he was like uh you better do this or we're gonna i'm gonna do some fucked up shit to you for sure that's so that's probably i mean that's definitely what happened honestly the way they were acting i feel like if that was the case they would have made them be like oh then look nervous when he looks away or something that's yeah i see what you're saying um I, I, I don't, I just don't, I, I think they're complicit. I think they're all, like, I think we're supposed to think that everybody in this, this cell, or wherever we're at with Theon, like, everybody's crazy. Right. And they'll, and, and regardless, they'll do whatever crazy guy number one says. I just, mm-hmm. I, I feel like every week, Theon's storyline keeps getting more and more messed up, and I just, like, wonder how long people are gonna be yeah. like, I'm gonna keep watching this. Yeah, I guess next episode they'll give him a puppy, and then they'll take the puppy away. And then <laughs> oh, make him right. kill the puppy. Here's a well, lemon cake. It's delicious. Nope, so, no lemon cake for you. So crazy guy number one. We'll call him... Can we call him... What should we call him? Like, I think you can just call him creepy dude. Creepy I feel dude. Like that's what we've been calling him. That's not that funny, though. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> None of it's funny. Um. So creepy dude... He pulls out a very like specific looking knife with a curve like, a- like bottom like the knife blade has like a backwards circle curve for pulling off things that are round. Mm. Is that like a specific type of knife? Like I'm pretty sure that's a that's what we call in the industry a penis knife. A pen knife. That might be good for castrating. A castrating knife? I'm afraid, guys. Can I just you buy those on Castration knife on the internet. Do we have the uh, the URL castrate of what... thrones? Oh, uh, I can't. Those. I can't look anymore than what I just looked yeah. at. So it seemed like the whole point was to get Theon all riled up, then to 
either threaten to cut his penis off or to actually or to do cut something. His penis off. Um, it seemed like okay, either they're not going to do it and they just cut away, or they cut away because nobody wants to see that. Right, and it is within this guy's character to threaten to cut his penis off. Exactly, it's still it's psychological also torture. Also, in this guy's character to, to cut, cut it his off. penis off. If we see Fiona with like bloody pants next episode, it's gonna be. I'm gonna bad. be like nauseated. Yeah, that's. That's rough. I mean, can we talk? Like, can we talk about background of this? No. Nope. All right. All right. Spoiler section. Yep. Yeah. There's almost nothing we can say about Theon. It's it's hard. Um, this scene is super messed up. It went on for a really long time. Yes. And the whole the whole thing is that this creepy guy is like, this is what you are known for, and this is the thing that you obviously care a lot about. And I'm gonna take it from you. Exactly. Yeah. He's. This is how you him, like identify yourself. Is this your most valuable like asset? Exactly, yeah. and obviously it is to Theon, and so he's going to take it from him. Right, he's right. taking away his identity essentially, like yeah. little Simil- by little. Similarly to Jamie losing his hand. Yep, it's it is. Theon wow, I didn't even think penis. about that actually. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think this is one of the themes for this one is sort of what part of your body defines you. That's why there's a lot of sex talk, or not even just like what part of your body, but like what defines you. I'm going to yeah, take that away. Send in. What, bo- what, what part defines- of your body defines you? Well, no, because even later when Tyrion and Shay are talking, like, she's all like, once you take, you know, once you stop having sex with me, like, I'm nothing. Right. Like, so I feel like identity is, is a big uh, theme in this episode. For sure. And, like, mm-hmm. women, your vaginas yeah. are used for making babies, yeah. making men happy, yada, yada. Yeah. So. Okay, let's take a, um, a clingy donkey. <laughs> To uh, to John, be somewhere below the wall. Yeah, that's true. He's not beyond the wall right now. He's, you can tell because he's green. green grass. Yeah, they're they are they're on their way to Castle Black. Is that right? Yeah, it actually looks kind of the way they're going is confusing. I think the idea is they're going south to get to mm-hmm. a road. And then they're going to swoop on No, 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 no. They're not taking the road because Eager made fun of him for t- taking the road. He was saying well, he, didn't, he, he doesn't know how far, how long it's going to take to get there. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. he's only been by the road. He's uh, like, I oh, think I'm going to walk up the road. Yeah, you're right. There, there's some way, like, down the wall from Castle Black, but they need to, like, get behind them. And, so I, and I think they don't want to be... down and around. They don't want to be too close to the wall. Yeah, exactly. case of centuries, I assume. Um, but, yeah, so they're... Oh, I, let's say a couple days march outside of it. And yeah. So they, we get a little discussion of like combat, and John's talking about how like, oh, uh, they, you know, we we use the roads, and Egret makes fun of him. He's like, oh, so you just march down the roads and you know do your combat. And John's like, yeah, yeah that's actually what we do. And she's and, like making fun of them for using the drums to march because she's like, you can't remember which way to put your feet. <laughs> like, I do love that she only makes fun of people. That's like like her thing. Right. And honestly, like, she has a point. Like, that's kind of, you know, Civil War, Revolutionary War, like, you know, Revolutionary War is all, like, we're all lined up and we attack. And then, like, Wilding is, like, that one movie with Mel Gibson where they're in the woods and they attack from the side. The Patriot. The Patriot, that's the one. With, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. What? No, he's not in that. Isn't he? Are you thinking of Gladiator? Are you thinking of Braveheart? Uh, no, I'm thinking of someone else. Uh, Heath Ledger's in it. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, boy, they are really different. Mostly because one of them is dead and one of them is alive. Uh, that's not all that defines us. <laughs> that's a pretty big part. 
Yeah. And two very important meanwhile, all, while all this is happening, yeah, Egret is making fun of John, but also Orel really wants some Egret. He does. He wants. Wait, wait, wait. We skipped ahead. We missed Tormund Giants' main sex talk. No, oh, yeah. Tormund Giants explains to John how to do sex. Um, Tormund Giants Bane style. He knows what's up. And those those he, are some good hot tips. They were pretty hot. good. I feel like he should have a sex column. If I would you're like a, you know, like a like a teenage boy and you're like, I've watched Game of Thrones because boobs. Maybe you know? maybe that got through to you. Yeah. You can't just shove that Attention. shit in there. Yeah. It's a bad idea. Don't do that. <laughs> For real, though. Yeah, Don't you, you got to make it uh, as, as soft he... and wet as a seal. Is that what that? he said? Yeah. <laughs> a baby seal. Oh, gross. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either, but it seemed correct y- y- from what I can understand. From, my, from the books I've read, that's the basic idea. Yeah, from that movie I watched in, uh, in sex ed class. Exactly. Because I don't, I don't know. I have no experience with this. Yeah, John definitely seemed uncomfortable. But Tormund was like, I'm just trying to help you out, man. And he's holding like... Look how Tormund is like trying to be like big brother to John. Yeah. And he has like... He's holding his... Um, uh, sleeping bag or whatever it's called, <laughs> and he's using that as his peepee. He's just thrusting the air. Yeah, Everyone's he's like, like, "Some men fuck like dogs," and yeah. he does the like, you know, humping exactly. thing. And then he tries to tell John, "Don't do that. Yeah, don't, fuck don't like give a dog. up after a dozen thrusts." So yeah. yeah, that was the most important scene in the show. So. It was. That was it. That's the theme of the, the episode. But all that, so that's happening, and, and Oral is like watching all this stuff, and you know, Tormund's like joking with John about Bone and Egret, and Egret and uh, Oral is just like, Ugh, yeah. uh-uh. not fair. I would love you. I would say nice things to you. And she's like, yeah, but your teeth aren't as nice as Jon Snow's. So <laughs> he does ask her, is mm-hmm. it's like, is it because he's pretty with his long hair? And I wish Igor had just been like, yeah. A little bit. Yep. A little bit. <laughs> Nailed it. He's pretty. I like it. Kit Harrington's very attractive. She should have been like... For a man. He's, he is extremely attractive. And I feel like she should have brought up that Lord's Kiss thing. Because I feel like that maybe Oral doesn't even know what that is. He invented it. Oh, that... What? Yeah, no, Jon Snow invented it. No Jon Snow done invented it. oral sex. Yeah, because Igrit doesn't know what fainting is or castles are. Oh my god. <laughs> so she has no way to really even well, comment Well, I think that. she was joking about the fainting thing. Was she? I don't think so. Because she did a pretty good swoon without, like, That's true. No, I definitely don't think that she was joking. I think that scene was written poorly. I thought it was mm. funny. I thought the part not knowing what a castle looked like was I, hilarious. I think, uh, yeah, we can go to that part where she says, I get not knowing swooning. I get not knowing the castle necessarily. <laughs> I don't get why she doesn't know what fainting is. Maybe maybe she was joking with him at that point. Like, Yeah. Because she goes into like a pretty good, like, I'm, you know, like, if I was going to make fun of girls swooning, she Yeah, exactly. Do. Why would she invent being afraid of spiders and passing out? I don't. I don't know. It was a little. Anyway, let's talk about the the castle. Like she points out the castle. She's like, "Oh, is that a great castle?" Like, girl, I don't. She's like, "Look how high they stack those rocks." I don't. I don't think. You know, I've seen shit before. Also, Egret just saw the wall. Little small. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like that was man made. Egret for real, girl. What is going on? I don't. I feel like. Eager would not be like, what? That's, that's real tall. It's 10 feet tall. Holy crap. Yeah. I think this is probably a, a slightly weakly written scene. I mean, like, it's To make funny. her seem dumber than it was supposed to. I mean, I always. If, if I can, like, hear Eager making fun of some stuff, oh, I'm usually pretty sure. happy about that because she's 
hilarious. And Rose Leslie has a great accent, and I was going to hear her talk all day long. Yes. Um, but it doesn't make any sense. Is all I'm saying. Right. And I'm trying to think if there are any tall-ish buildings beyond the wall. And I, did, I off the top of my head, I, I don't think there's buildings beyond the wall. I can't think there? of many. Well, there are. Yeah, there, I mean, but like they're like they're, they're huts. And, yeah, they're not big. But and the wall. Yeah, we, they're, what they're we not know like, from book two is that there are villages, like literal villages. Where but they're, but they're, they're definitely buildings. not big though. It's much exactly. more of like a crasher like huts long type of situation. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't think they're like real like permanent. Structure. No, they they are. Like, they are. They 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 do exist in well in the book anyway. The, well, they describe them as like stone structures. Um, I don't, they're like a hut, like like Craster's keep. Yeah, right. Because Craster's is I wouldn't call Craster's a permanent structure. Oh, you wouldn't? Really? Well, it's it, it's like a wooden house, but it's not even like a like a good house. But it's still like permanent. Like. I would say permanent. Well, the only reason I'm saying permanent is like. The castle, like, would be there for a long time if nobody knocked it down. Like, that wooden shack would probably you want, fall over You eventually. want some ruins. Yeah, you want, like, some ancient yeah. Greek shit. Okay. Hmm. Anyway, I guess Igor has never seen a stone house before. Yeah. And also, she doesn't know what fainting is. But yeah. she loves... But you know what she does know? Uh, that Jon Snow doesn't know anything. <laughs> yeah. And it's been a Man, while since she told it. Jon Snow he knows nothing. And I feel like she told him at least twice, if not three times mm-hmm. this episode. Yeah, and he tried to do it one time, another time. He's like, "I do know, you guys are gonna lose." Oh yeah, that did happen. They had a talking because she was all like, "Yeah, we're totally gonna win." And he's like, "No, you're really not. Like, and yeah. I like you, and I don't want you to die." So yeah, like, you no. shot that deer. It was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, that was really I was, sweet. I didn't know what I was talking about then. I apologize, but do you think that was a real deer in that shot? I think so. I feel like they're killing a lot of animals in this show. Guys. <laughs> there's never a thing at the end that says no animals were harmed. It's because there's so, so many that How were How do these laws work? I just feel like I keep remembering that episode from season one where Tywin Lannister's, like, elbows deep in a deer. Yes. And that, that's got to be real blood. So, yeah, it's so much cheaper to just use a real deer than the fake Just go it. shoot one. So, we we get this, uh, this heartfelt speech from Jon where he's like, you guys have attacked, you know, Westeros six times. Mm-hmm. And every won. time you failed. And she's like, how do you know that? And she's like, he's like, every single kid in Westeros has to take the Westeros SOLs. Yes. <laughs> and um, we learn that shit. Like, everybody knows that. And he's like, you guys aren't disciplined, which is true. And she's like, you're not organized, which is true. You guys don't work together in team. Like, work well with others. Like, true. that is true. And, you know, he's, he's right. They're just a ragtag group of rebels right now they mean well but gosh i don't know if that's gonna matter in the long run here's another thought i just had because i was thinking about john and everyone you know south of the wall like studying all these battles and stuff and i'm like you know what eager can't read probably probably like none of them can read yeah because why would they Right, exactly. I don't know. Like for for pleasure. Did you ever think about that? Yeah, Jennifer. Maybe right. they like to curl up next to the fire. I mean, maybe they do book. read, but I'm pretty sure that. She no, I doubt. Yeah, I doubt. Well, they probably don't have time for that. They probably do audiobooks. That's what. That's I true. Do. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> On their commute to the Wildling Village, they, where they walk work. so much. Oh. Yeah, they walk a lot. They 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 probably have to get out there. Yeah, and th- iPods. But like the old, they're because they're wildlings and they're behind the times. They have like the old style iPod. <laughs> Poor guys. The, the really big, yeah, the, the one with the the actual the wheel that actually oh rotated. Gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and stop this conversation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a thing here right now and much. say nice. no more iPod um, talk. Yeah, and I guess what we're supposed to see here is yet again 
John keeps saying, you people are going to lose. And she's like, no, that's we. We are going to no. lose. <laughs> yeah. We people are going to lose. We're all going to die. Yeah and, yeah, and John is not very good at, at remembering that he's supposed he's to be like, one of the wildlings. I'm, I'm, I'm a wildling. Well, she already doesn't really think he is one. It, it, at this point, she's, she's using her womanly ways to kind of, like, stop him For sure, from actually, yeah. leaving. Like, he, she's... It's very clear, like, she should be like, you know, fuck you. Uh, yeah, you know, they like, literally, done. they have an argument, and then she's like, let's smooch on this rock. Yeah, I thought the smooching initially was strange, but I think you're right, Nick. She's like, listen, I got this. I need you to be with me yeah. mm-hmm. and, like, you know, support me in, like, this yeah, endeavor that I want to do. And she's so desperately trying to keep him. I and don't really That's know. what the kiss was for. That's why she's like... We're together. I belong to you. We belong to each other. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that. And yeah. I think maybe even the fact that Orel, like, questioned her made it more mm-hmm. real. It's like, do you love him? She's like, uh, yeah. Honestly, it, in wilding ways, like, if she loses John, Orel can just, like, take her. Yeah, <laughs> if he, right? like, steals her. Did, have we talked about this before on the show? Uh, I how, don't how, like, think so. stealing is a thing in wilding culture. Like, if the dude comes and steals the girl, then that girl is his. Yeah. Well, but we, we should say... the women are, like, part of it, too. Because, like, if it's a bad dude, then they'll fight and be like, uh-uh. But if it's, like, a dude they like, they'll be like, all right. Right. I'm, I'm gonna so, let this happen. when John found her and then, like, was gonna kill her but let her live... Basically, to Igret, that was like, oh, so this is my man now. Yeah. And then that, and then she liked him back, so you know, pursued him as well. Exactly. Exactly. Like, that's how this weird. whole courtship went down. John didn't know what was going on. Yeah. But that's what happened. Like, I just got here. I don't know what's happening. Which is why it was hilarious because in the books, like she's all like, uh, "You stole me. Why aren't you boning down with me?" And he's like, well, "Like, oh, my vow." And she's yeah. like, "No, you're gonna do it and right it's, now." It's an interesting sort of thing too because it's consensual. It's where the if the man is strong enough to to like have sex with a woman, the woman is into it because that means he's strong enough and deserves it. It's, and then like he can protect her. Exactly, like it's that. a problematic, but yeah, for sure problematic. They live but at in least a it's, pretty it's, dangerous area. It's better than it sounds like. Exactly, I'm sure it's not good all the time, but at least like the women do have at least a little bit of agency. Right, yeah. they they. They're actually, you know, even though that sounds awful, they're more free here, like, to choose, uh, like, exactly. who, they, who they're with than in Westeros. In Westeros, they just have to be like, Dad says I gotta marry, or, or Tywin says I have to marry Tyrion, so yeah, that's what I'm gonna and do. I, and I think they even applied before that if the dude is a big enough piece of shit, like, the the woman will kill him. Or that her, like, her family will. You're, I think exactly. that was mentioned, too. So, yeah, I think you're right, actually. Like, it seems, like, super barbaric, but actually, like, Westeros is a little it's more barbaric. A little, little more checks and balances. Checks and balances. Um, so, anyway, while we're talking about Westeros, let's, let's talk about some people who are marrying people they do not want to be marrying, and that would be... Everybody. Well, everyone. <laughs> but we'll start with Sansa, who's yeah. very sad. That she has to marry she's, Tyrion. She's hanging out with her Biffle and Mars. Yes. Sansa and Mars are BFF forever. They They're have their really friendship showing the, Like, the, this garden here over and over and over again. <laughs> That's like their only set, probably. <laughs> they paid a lot to make exactly. that set. Yeah. I don't know where garden. else I want them to be filming, because I, sometimes this garden shows some really great vistas. I feel like also maybe they're in the garden because it's more private. For sure, it, it, it makes Even total. Even though they have those, 
they have those guards following them. Right. Yeah. It makes total sense from the show. I'm not saying it's bad. I just want to see more of King's Landing. Sorry, bro. Honestly, I feel like they build sets each season and then tear them down. So that's why we never exactly. see the sets from... from like even like um, the uh, the throne room like looks different. Well, also Joffrey one. redecorated. He did redecorate it. <laughs> but even though he redecorated, I remember I don't remember all those p- pillars being like right there. Yeah, I don't know. I'd I think go, they were, but I don't. I I'm not. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it doesn't matter. So yeah. Marjorie is trying to like cheer Sansa up, and she's all Sansa's like, I don't want to marry Tyrion. It sucks. He's a dwarf. I exactly. hate it. And she's like, Is he mean to you? It's like, no. Is he nice to you? So like, he's tries. tried, yeah. Well, and she tries yeah. to, like, pepper up, like, hey, like, sometimes you don't know what you want until you try it. And then maybe you'll like it. And maybe, turn- yeah, maybe, like, some people like... And then Sansa's like, are you hitting on me? <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. does even say, some girls like to be with girls. I think that there was, like, a little moment right here. Because yeah. when, when they're walking, and Marjorie mentions that, like... Let's well, just women, to say that women want to be with women. She, what she, says, says, she does this long list. She's like, well, some women, like tall men, short men, right. fat men, other girls. No, she says she girls. Say girls. She says okay. girls. Mm-hmm. And then, she does. And then the girl, this girl walks by her, and she has this like meaningful Linger. glance. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I took that more as um, they don't trust any of these people. Like, they're probably the glance? all spies. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's what I kind of took it as, too. They like, do, they they do, she's way. probably way more open. Because she, like, you know, she she really likes her brother and everything. She's open to all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, she's progressive. <laughs> yeah. But she's a good person. It is funny, because I thought that, I mean, Marjorie's having some real talk with Sansa right here. And, like, Sansa's all like, but, but Loris is, he's Loris. And I thought this, Marjorie's going to be like, look, he doesn't like you. Yeah. He's not, yeah. Into, he's not into your type. So... Don't be sad. Yeah, Marjorie definitely had back and forths where well, she almost told Sansa she's a big dummy, but instead she's like, "Oh, yeah. trust me, sweet child." Oh, right, because she's like, "Oh, well, one of the, Tyrion, he's great because he's been with lots of women, like like tons, like disgusting amounts, and you know it takes practice to please a woman." And then Sansa, it, it gets really awkward because she's like, "Oh, did your mom teach you right about pleasing a woman?" And Marjorie and she, like thinks for a second, and then she's like, "Yes, yes. Yeah. my mom did teach me that." Sure. And it's just so adorable and young of, of Sansa to, to think that. Right. And and so naive. And Marjorie's just like, you know what? I'm going to let her keep thinking that. <laughs> These are definitely um, two completely different characters that are thrust into a similar roles of basically marrying other houses to yeah, strengthen I, their own house, yada yada. I do. Even so, I think Marjorie has more of a, um, like, I'm pretty sure it's her decision to marry Oh, John. for sure. I, she's put. She, she's not being. She forced. knows. She knows what she's doing, and and the end, it just is justified for her. Cause right, she's and the show even sets it up that if if it's not her idea, she is the first Tyrell to run with it. Yeah. Because um, when she talks to Littlefinger last season, I do. I do really like though that Sansa's like, "What was me after marrying Tyrion?" And Marjorie's like, "Uh, do you not remember who I'm marrying?" Right exactly. Now? Yeah, it's funny. And she even says that. Um, uh, Tyrion's not that bad looking. He's not. Well, I like that. I'm glad they addressed that in the show because yeah. that's that is a, it's such a big difference in the book. Because in the book, he is busted, yeah. and that's big reason why Sansa doesn't want to be with him. Yeah, and, and that's like shallow, but like she's super not attracted. Yeah, she to even him. joked that the scar made him look better. Better, and I mean mm. Peter Dinklage is a good looking man so in cute. real life, so you can't deny. Like you can't be like he's ugly because that would be stupid. Right, because <laughs> he's not. Right. right, but he's also way. 
older. He's but. way older than her. He's a Lannister, which she hates. And she exactly. doesn't like that he's a dwarf. Yeah. And that's what uh, Tyrion and Bronn start talking yeah. about. It's like, hey, listen, I know it's it's probably weird, but it's not like you haven't had sex with really young people before. And, and you can tell Tyrion's like, I don't want to think about this because you're probably right. Because at this point in the show, how old is Sansa be? Like 16-ish? We get yelled at whenever we get this information wrong. So. I don't know. I don't know how uh, many of them are. Yeah, we do get yelled at for the ages wrong. Anyway, I don't know what's real. But, here, but what the real issue with Tyrion? Tyrion might have had sex with, let's say, eighteen-year-old, so the FBI doesn't come. <laughs> um, but everybody, almost everyone he's had sex with, like as far as we know, have been professionals. Yeah, that like he's paid to, you know, he's paid them. So that they want to have sex with him. And then with Sansa, like, not only does she not want to have sex with him, he is supposed to, and he needs to convince her to have sex with him without, you know, the, like, crutch of money. Right, and he needs to get an offspring, and Mm -hmm. he can't just be like, Sansa, here's a gold piece. Does that do it for you? Does this make you wet like a seal? (laughs) Um, Guys, the, the Game of Thrones wiki... For the show is telling me that Sansa's only fourteen, so that's that makes sense. That's worse than what I thought it was. Yeah, mm. I thought she was older. So it, it's it's bad. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not. That's really young. Like sixteen is at least like in the United States, like an age of like you can have sex. Fourteen, I don't think you can do that anywhere, unless it's no. like with another teenager, which Tyrion is definitely. He's not, not a teenager. We know that for he's a super fact. not a teenager. He's in his tw- he's in his late twenties. I don't know how old Tyrion. Maybe is. early thirties in the show. Yeah. Cause, cause he's the youngest, and Cersei is like I think in her mid to late thirties. Mm. Honestly, like if you're watching the show, like Tyrion, you know, doesn't want to have sex with an unwilling fourteen year old. Like right there, it's like Tyrion is a good guy. Just yeah, from that. exactly. Because right, right. most dudes in this world would be like, "All right, sweet." Yeah, yeah, like Braun. He's like, I don't see the problem. Yeah, like, She's Braun, really attractive. It's because you're a bad person, Dude, Braun. Braun, I don't like the way that you live your life. How dare you? Well, other than the fact that he you know, protects Tyrion. I like that. And Get- I like how he gets uh, day drunk off wine. He does, man. I just, I'm just jealous of him just laying around getting day drunk and just tr- dropping truth bombs on people. <laughs> Can I just do that? <laughs> I'm gonna do that. He kills people. Tyrion wants dead. That's his job. Yep. And this is one of the scenes that I was talking about, where they're like discussing previous like decisions made previously this season. Mm-hmm. So here they are. Instead of building up more of the world, they're like, "Man, sure it was crazy that you're gonna have to marry her, right? Right? Right?" Oh. I think they're just reminding everyone mm-hmm. of what's going on. I mean, because there's there's so much happening and there's so many well, storylines. Yeah, honestly, they're like a lot of times they'll they'll mention shit and then like won't bring it up for a while. And for this, they're like, "Hey guys, uh, audience at home, this is important." Right, yeah. and it does definitely show us that Tyrion's not as on board as uh, he could be. He's not as much of a monster. Right. So. Oh, speaking of monsters, true. let's go to Joffrey. Okay. Chilling out on the throne, being bad. This is an excellent. Scene. I love this. this is one scene. of my favorite scenes in this whole episode. Yeah, for sure. Well, any scene that Tywin Lannister is in is is good. He's done much. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We, we we the scene opens with Tywin just walking, obviously summoned to Joffrey's the throne room, and it's like 
the throne room is so dark and like menacing now and he's just walking up to this throne on this giant you know pedestal of steps. right and joffrey's and sitting in the chair all sprawled and looking mean he, just, he looks bored and mean yeah. yeah he is he's probably just been sitting there by himself for like half an hour <laughs> waiting for him to yeah. come yeah, I'm sure he yeah, got the probably, timing like, wrong. Per- trying to perfect the perfect look, the perfect position for when Tywin comes in. Yeah, I want to look real badass when my granddad yeah. gets here. Oh, this will do. I'm kind of like slunched over. I yeah. like, got my arms out here. Put my hand on my codpiece so I'm nose boss. I don't want to look too bored, but I don't want him to think that I'm, you know, wasting his time. Let's do Wait. this. Guard, do you, do you think we should like get like a crossbow like this and like hold it up? No, that's true. Uh, he oh, didn't no. have a crossbow. crossbow. Okay, lose lose the crossbow. Oh, it's too Weird. late. He's already here. Dang oh, it! Shit, 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 shit. No, just stop, stop, stop laughing. He's coming. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Joffrey wants to know why he hasn't been. What, first of all, why is Tywin having the you know the council meetings in the Tower of the Hand instead of near the throne room? Right. And he's like, uh, because I live in the Tower of the Hand and it helps me not waste time. Because I got shit to do. Exactly. But Joffrey's like, but I want to come to the meeting. Yeah, you're going to make me climb all those stairs. Earlier, he got Tywin to say that, like, listen, you can come to any of the, the council meetings if you want to be, you know, have your opinion heard on the matters of the land. And then mm-hmm. he's like, oh, so if I want to go to the meetings, I, the king, have to walk all the way up your stairs. Meanwhile, Tywin steps up the steps yeah. to oh, the this throne. Oh, this is awesome. Because he's... Joffrey's looking down on him, and then as soon as Tywin like steps up, like Joffrey's position, his whole position and demeanor changes. Oh yeah, definitely the way they're sh- the way great. they're shooting it goes from yeah. Tywin being small and little to going over above Tywin's yeah. shoulder, <laughs> and Joffrey like looks like he literally shrinks in yeah. the chair. Yeah, and he gets like much more meek, and he's like, "All right, I just wanted to know what's going on." Right, and we're reminded that Joffrey is Tywin's grandson exactly. or or double grandson i don't know how that works oh, gross. that's true because he's from his kids so mm-hmm. mm. he's his incest granddaddy he's both of his granddads oh gosh tywin is both of joffrey's My granddads. God. he only has joffrey has one grandfather oh man that's sad that's weird to think about he has one grandparent because the one's one. dead yep so his Christmas is weird. Yeah, his Christmas is super weird. Mm-hmm. He had to go to two houses, and then time was just in one, dressed as a lady, and that's very <laughs> awkward. Yeah, and, and Joffrey does want, like, specifically wants to know, hey, what's being done about Daenerys and her dragons? And, and Tywin doesn't know how he learned about that, but he did. So I guess that Joffrey has some spies of his own. Some. He's got it, Somebody's telling him something. He's got some information uh, lines coming into him. Mm-hmm. And he's basically like, well, she's across the world. The last dragon was the size of a small cat. <laughs> and it doesn't fucking matter, Joffrey. And he's like, well, I, I need to be advised on this. And he's like, what do you think I'm doing? Tell yeah. me right I now. Mean, yeah. Ne- and next time I think you to be advised about something, I'll let you know. Yeah. There's a bit a power, of scorn. It's just a heart. power play between, like, Joffrey does, does not like the... The realm is obviously ruled by Tywin. Yes. And he knows yes. that, and he doesn't like it. He yeah, wants to this have is more influence. Yeah, for sure, a power play by Joffrey. And it was going his way in the beginning. But even Ty- I mean, Tywin's doing it, but Tywin's so good at it, though. Because he's, he's never disrespectful for, to Joffrey. He's always like, your grace, and blah, blah, blah. Like, exactly. And he, he does want to be able to control Joffrey. He for, does. For several different re- reasons. And he does control Joffrey. Like, he really does, because Joffrey can't, can't mad at him. 
Like, yeah. you can't even find a, a, a place to, to be mad at him at anything that he said because Tywin's so good at, at you know, stepping around. For sure. Joffrey may, be, uh, Joffrey may be, you know, a direct lineage, like, literally direct lineage of the Lannisters, um, but... Joffrey doesn't really have any power. Like the the real the real force, bet- you know, behind the kingdom right now is Tywin. Exactly. And, and, and once Joffrey gets of age, then he will get all the power back. Well, not all of it. I mean, the, well, the king's hand. Even, like, not even that. As long as Tywin's alive, like his troops are gonna follow Tywin. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Like even no matter how old he he would be, he would right still like, be under Tywin, Tywin's boot. Exactly, because you know Joffrey, you know he's he doesn't directly control the Lannisters. He is the king of the realm. Um, the Lannisters will always control the Lannisters. Exactly. You and they, you know, they should listen to him because he's a Lannister. But I'm sure Tywin's like, "Hey, my grandson is a little shit." Right. You, you listen to me. So, last, speaking of Lannisters, last King's Landing section is Tyrion and Shay. I kind of hate this scene. Really? <laughs> oh, I, I felt like it was truth bombing. Like, I, I mean, so Shay's upset because Tyrion has to marry Sansa. And, right. I, do, and I do think she's being totally unfair because, like, really, what else is he going to do? He kind of has to. Exactly. But the reason she's being all, that she's being unreasonable is because she knows that, like, Tyrion has this nice picture of, like, well... I'll marry Sansa and be all dutiful, but I'll still I'll keep you in a pretty house and we'll have children. And she's like, no, yeah, that will never work. And you're gonna get tired of me, and then I'm gonna be nothing. Yeah, as soon okay. as I'm not a sex person. Yeah. Right. Here's the thing, though. She's not new to this world, this land. She's been here for a long time. She's she's a prostitute. She's not an idiot. And like, why doesn't she understand like? how this whole thing works well, like no, how she, like she, lords and ladies works and like how how can she not understand that he has no control i think she thing? does understand she's just lashing out because well, she, she hates it right and she does say that it's almost this concept of you always have a choice yeah and one of their choices is right. just leaving and yeah. going one to of Atlantis. their choices is is death Right. But also just leaving. Like, he gets... Right, no, no. If they leave, they're going to be killed. No, not necessarily. Not if they run away to Volantis. I mean, I could see Tywin murdering them, but... but if- no, if if Tyrion runs away with a prostitute if- from the from past events, you, Tyrion knows that Tywin will come after them, kill his, you know, new prostitute bride, and, like, it'll be horrible. If he can Actually, find him. Like, fun little thing. There is one missing um, Lannister. I think it's Tywin's brother that is somewhere in Essos or something. Really? Yeah. It's either Tywin's brother or something else that's like uh, further off the branch. But it's it's a popular joke to say that this guy will come back. Huh. Because I think he oh, went... Oh, right, right. Yeah, he went to go, f- I think, find the Lannister's um, Valyrian steel. Oh, so, oh, that's yeah. right, because they didn't have any. Right. I forgot about that. Anyway, all I have to say, I, I, I think Shay knows he has to do it. She's just, first of all, from from the prostitute, like, savvy business side, she's got a good thing going mm-hmm. with Tyrion, and she doesn't really want to lose it. But I don't think that's really what's going on. I think is that she genuinely loves Tyrion, and she, does not want to sh- she doesn't want to have to share him with right. someone. Right, and I think 
it was good of her to let Tyrion know that, like, oh, this is not going to wrap up You as think cleanly. it's going to be a little happy family and you're going to keep, like, me secret and our children, mm-hmm. but that will never happen because Tywin will kill us. As soon as he mentions children, she's like, oh, I'm not going to have children that, like, can never know their father and then if anybody finds out about them, they'll be killed. Exactly. And right. I think that's why she's all lashing out because she just, she knows it can never end well. It's never going to end well now. I know. I remind. I want to talk more about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Oh, okay. But, so let's just go over to Jamie and Brienne. Yeah. The the bear and the maiden fair. This is the, the title. Yeah, the episode's namesake here. So Jamie is going to get to leave to go back to mm-hmm. King's Landing. Um, Bruce Bolton is like, "Hey, remember, tell your dad I didn't do anything to you, please. Yeah. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, a third reminder. Yeah. Tell your dad and, to but say, hey. Brienne has to stay." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, when Jamie goes to visit Brienne like one last time to say goodbye, like she's really overdressed for that room. <laughs> she's overdressed in general. She, like, and I don't know. Did we just explain this last week in the in the books? She does have a silly pink dress on. I feel like this dress is not even silly enough. <laughs> like, she looks real dumb in the books in this dress. Like, completely one hundred percent out of place. I, in the word pictures. Yeah, I feel like her hair looks pretty cool. On the show, so it's distracting because I'm like, oh, I like your hair. It's going on. Pushed up and quaffed. Yeah, it looks like badass. Um, but she is in a silly pink dress in the yeah. books. Yeah, she definitely doesn't yeah. have her armor or her sword no. or any of those fun things that Brienne, you know, normally clothes her clothes herself with. So yeah. yeah they, so go ahead. You no, know, she's she's basically like you know. You know, your debt to me is paid as long as you go and, you know, you free the girls. And and Jamie's actually, this is the first time Jamie's like, you know, I feel really bad about this. And he's like, I'm going to hold up my end of the bargain. Yeah. I'm not going to be a dick. I'm going to free the Stark girls as soon as I get to Kingsley. Yeah. Exactly. Which, Which is a big, I, th- I feel like a big turnaround for his character, I hope, for people on the show. Like, you know, granted, this character started as pushing a child out the window, but now he's going to try to... Actually, help. People hold so many grudges when you kill one child. One yeah. kid. Have to kill Wasn't one child. Dead. Did he say sorry? I don't think he ever did. He's like, man, <laughs> not. I don't know. Well, he hasn't seen Bran. If he, I'm sure, if he sees Bran, he'd be like, I'm sorry, sorry, bro. Hey, that was kind of a douche move. He's I'm, not even dead, so that's true. Whatever. That's true. <laughs> no. He just can't walk. But now, anymore. but now he's you know sworn himself to to help the other children in the family. So I feel like this is upping Jamie's honor at least a little bit here. Definitely. Well, he said he's gonna save both of them, but we'll see. I gotta tell you, Arya's not at King's Landing. And that's not a spoiler. We know that. Right. Yeah. So Jamie leaves. Um, well, he's he's saddling up. Kyburn helps him get up on his horse, because mm-hmm. that kind of stuff's kind of hard when you don't have a hand anymore. I guess. I don't know. For people keeping track at home, Kyburn is the one they found. Yep. Right? Yeah, he in was, the wreckage? Yep. He was the one... Yeah, he, they found him um, at uh, Heron Hall. He was like the Heron only Hall. one that was still alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's the crazy maester, and we learn a little bit more about him. And he's coming along to basically like keep healing Jamie's gross, stump. gross stuff. Right, and he too wants to become BFFs with uh, the Lannisters, whether it's Jamie, whether it's Tywin, yeah. all that stuff. And we find out why it is that Kyburn was stripped of his chain, and it was because he performed experiments on live people. Mm-hmm. People who were dying, he says, but that's still messed up. Can't do that. Experiments that we today call drug trials. <laughs> well, but usually they're on, like, animals. 
not on live Well, humans. that's where it starts, but eventually it goes to humans. But the, the, usually the humans are aware that it's happening. It's not like a surprise drug trial. Surprise! That's the problem. Also, the scary drug. also, he's probably like doing some chopping open without anesthesia. Yeah. It's um, like, you're going to die yeah, anyway, so I should be able to cut your stomach out. Yeah, it's messed up. Maester's Log. Cutting off arms is painful. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. But apparently he's doing a pretty good job with Jamie's stump. Yeah. So well, that that's least. the thing that's interesting because it's like what he, the way he obtained his information is bad, but his information is very helpful. Well, that's what Jamie and him kind of go back <clears throat> and forth with. Like, well, how many people have you killed? How many people have you saved? Yeah. And yeah. Jamie's like, half a million. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and he's like, are you exaggerating? He's like, no. No, it's for real. The population of Kingsley. I did that. Yeah. Which we now know is 500,000. Apparently. Yeah. Um, like but Kyburn, while he's talking to Jamie, is like, you know that they're going to do some bad shit to Brienne, right? Yeah. This is going to end poorly for her. And Jamie feels super guilty. Yeah, because apparently uh, Lord Selwyn Tarth um, did not decide to give Locke all of the sapphires in the realm. Probably because he didn't actually have them. Yeah. And this was thing was so be sad because Jamie told this lie to save Brienne, but now it's coming back. And it's going to actually ruin everything. Yeah, I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, so Jamie feels extra guilty because cause Locke thinks he's being cheated because he mm-hmm. thinks that Selwyn Tarth... Is that his name, Selwyn? I think so. Selwyn Tarth has a bunch of sapphires, but he's only giving him 300 dragons. And in reality, that is actually a pretty good deal exactly. for what Selwyn Tarth has. But he thinks he's being snubbed, so he's like, I'm a mess of Brienne real bad. Right, and, and Kyborn does mention that like these guys are kind of at their... And they're in a weird place. They'll probably die soon. So they live more for they're today. They're doing whatever they want at that moment. And, right. and what they want at that moment is to torture Brienne. They want her to fight a bear. Yeah. They want her to fight a bear. So in the book, I believe they give her like a dull sword. It looks like a real sword, but it has no edge on it. It Yes. It's a, a like a joust. Not jousting. What do you call it? Like, like a practice sword. sword. It's a practice sword. So yeah. it is Just essentially metal. a tourney tor- sword. Yes. Like right. a hunk of metal. Yeah. It's not sharp like, at all. So she can fend off the bear, but she can't really stab it or anything. Also mm. in the book, I feel like I feel like it was such a cool scene in the book, and they can't really do it in the show. But the reason that Jamie turns back in the book is he has this crazy fever dream where like Rhaegar and like other dead knights are coming to him. Oh yeah, and then he mm-hmm. dreams of Brienne, and she like saves him. So when he goes back, she's like, "Why'd you come back to me? You know, why'd you come back for me?" And he's like, "I dreamed of you." The call. <laughs> the sound of um, 1,000 girls sighing in their fan fictions. Definitely setting yeah. up something weird there. But. Yeah. But, but like, coolest reason ever to go back for someone. To hear, like, why'd you come back for me? I dreamed of you. Like, yeah. oh my god. That's, pretty, so that's cool. a pretty good line. Um, But he just goes back in the show because, like, that's the right thing to do. Yes. And he feels real guilty. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. shit. Uh, and he, and when he, when, basically, yeah, when he hears that, like, oh, they're going to do with whatever tonight. And then she'll probably kill her tomorrow. And it was actually written pretty well, too, because he... It gives him reason to feel bad about it. The exactly, fact it was that his the, fault. Right. That that she was yeah. kept and was he, being he saved her from being raped, but then now he's gonna get her killed. So. Exactly. No good deed goes unpunished. Yeah. So he shows up, sees her fighting the bear, and then he's like, you know, like, what are you doing? Um, you know, you need to get her out of there. And they don't—they don't really care. And he kind of jumps in. Yeah, he's like, and oh, Brienne's already been like swiped by the bear in the neck, and and her sword is breaking. And it's because mm-hmm. she only has a wooden sword in the show, so it's like extra bad. Yeah. Um, but Jamie's able to jump down, 
and trying to get in front of her, and he's like, she's like, what are you doing? Why he's like, get why back behind me, doing? fool. Yeah. Right. Basically, he knows that how valuable he is, and that, you know, the people up top won't let him die, or at least that one guy won't. Yeah. Right, and that's the thing. Like, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. It's like, I'll go down here, they have to make sure I don't die. Yeah, this bear knows I'm pretty important, <laughs> so we're good. Yeah. yeah, Jamie walks up to the bear and goes, do you know who my father is? The bear bites his head off. Seen ends. Yeah, but luckily the uh, other guards and soldiers, or specifically that one dude. Actually, the only thing they do to protect him is that guy shoots one bolt at him, and then they kind of like escape, like they pull him up. Right. Like that's it. Like they didn't actually like do much of else, you know, much else. Whereas in the the book, the bear got like riddled with arrows, and they're like, "Man, it's my best fighting bear." They're like mad about it. <laughs> So, Jamie and Brienne hop up, they climb up out of the bear pit. Yeah, they help each other out. Yeah, they do. The two of them. And then they leave. Because Jamie's like, look, it's important for me to get to King's Landing so you don't get in trouble. And I'm taking Brienne with me. What? Yeah. And and they have a little confrontation with Locke about it. Yeah. But I, I forgot, like, one really important thing that we skipped over. Um, at the beginning of the Jamie and Brienne scene, um, we see Jamie leaving. And Kyburn's kind of, like, preparing him for the trip and shit. Or no, no, this is after uh, they're out. And he puts Jamie's arm, his stump arm, mm-hmm. in a sling. Why does he put his arm in a sling? It's The arm's not broken, and in reality, it should be lighter and easier to hold up. I, I'm assuming so he doesn't, like, knock it on things, because it would hurt. Like, if he's, like, if it's just, like, down free at his side. Whereas if it's up in the sling, he's, he's not going to hit it on stuff. Right. That's what yeah. I would guess, anyway. I don't know. I just want to make that joke because his, his arm's lighter. Oh, wow. Oh, Jeez. Yeah. Didn't really hit. Jeez. I mean, maybe it's... Hey, it's late. It's getting it's late. It's late, so maybe... It's late. Maybe it seems Let's like... chalk it. that up to that. <laughs> so... I, that's basically it. I, that's pretty much this episode, you guys. Yeah. So It's a weird one. Yeah, it was a very strange... I, I'm interested to hear everyone's uh, feedback on it, so... I'm, speaking yeah, speaking I'm, of feedback, yay. Tim Tim, maybe you read some for us. You got it. Uh, K2 Doody from United States says, Cast of Thrones is dripping with awesome sauce. Look at your face, says three words, really awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Chubby Chubs Chubs from Canada says, Good day, mate, great podcast. Marillo from Chile, wait, oh, huh. Marillo Santiago Chile from United States says, <laughs> Great one, funny and great, cheers from South America. I'm very confused. <coughs> Um, Mountain Dew, who drinks and rides. Uh, <laughs> I funny. like it. Uh, the cast tackles hard issues like whether or not balls were seen. That's true, we do that. Iron Pete 66 says, entertaining podcast. Jamie Swordhand says, the D, aka Harrenhal. <laughs> Aisling from Ireland says, Brill. Hmm, thank you. I think it means brilliant. Brilliant. It's short for brilliant. Oh, that's nice, I like it. Uh, O.I. Rengi says, best butt talk. Also, with some Game of Thrones talk, too. Thank you. Moon Tea, Cast of Thrones podcast. <laughs> uh, Cupy uh, Dad says, never disappoints. Thank you. That's that's what we want to do. That's our goal. Yeah, if you want your review read on the show, you should leave us a review on iTunes. In any country. Any country. In any language. Especially a cool country. And yeah. another language might be interesting. Yeah, you should leave us stuff in languages that we don't read, like Russian, and then Tim will try to read it. Like, I don't know. It seems I, weird. I, that R is backwards. I don't know what these letters are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a Twitter. It's uh, twitter.com slash cast of thrones or at cast of thrones. And 
we get so many replies and mentions, and we try to talk to all of you, except for when we're busy, and then we don't. <laughs> but, like, people like Allison R. Maudlin, Frank Davis, Sean Gallagher, Watai, Erica Cruz, Laura Likes Lemons, King Bob, Catherine, and uh, Anthony Smith, uh, Danger Russ, 04, Alex Button, uh, Kevin McPherson. Uh, there's so many of you, I can't read them all, but... <laughs> You know, if you message me or us right before we do this show, I'll probably mention your name. Yeah, it really doubles your chances. Yeah, man. Yeah. You should just do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. You can follow me at Jennifer Cheek. And you can follow me at R. Bristow. And stick around after the music break for spoilers. Yep. Oh, oh, you can follow Thrifty Nerd at Thrifty Nerd. Oh, yeah, at Thrifty Nerd. He's dead he's, to us. He's yep. dead. He's never but, coming back. JK. <laughs> listen to the brief bit of music, and then it's spoiler time. Alright guys, are you ready? Mm-hmm. It's Spoiler Zone. Okay, we're gonna do it right this time. What's that smell? Now we go to spoilers. Yeah. So, I guess the big thing on everyone's mind is, are they really gonna cut off Theon's pee? It looks like, yeah. Looks like they're really spelling that shit out in the show. Mm-hmm. They That is on a list of, like, questions that people are wanting to know on, um... The, f- the fandom boards. Like, was Theon I mean, castrated? I feel like it was always pretty certain that something happened to his dick. Right. But right. I don't think we knew exactly what it Like, I mean, or something happened to his junk in general. Because at first mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe he was just castrated. And people were like, nah, his penis was flayed and it was all cut off. I I still don't really know exactly what's... I'm assuming they're taking his penis off. I don't like it. He was still trying to like run away with girls and stuff in the later books. Well, but that, but that wasn't. He the... never did anything with them though. Well, because I was going back and reading some of that section again because in pre- preparation for the storyline, mm-hmm. and he, there are multiple things that he says where he's all, the the scene where he goes in with Ramsay and Jane on their wedding night, and he's all like. Get her ready for me. He's like, I can't. I don't have. And right. he's like, No, with your mouth. I just it, things like that happen multiple times mm-hmm. to make you be like, No, nah, he's missing stuff. Exactly. And he's talking about like that one thing that's missing. Like he yeah. never, he never says my penis is gone. But or he's never like my penis balls are gone. Right. <laughs> one but, ball is gone. But the way this episode was made me feel like well, it, they mentioned several times that his, his penis, like the literal penis. Yeah. Was what everyone talked about. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. So I feel like they're cutting the whole shenanigans Poor off. Poor guy. You think they're cutting the balls off, too? Probably. I have no idea. That would be awful to cut the penis off and not the balls, because then you'd still have the testosterone, but not have anything to do with it. Yeah, that's... Well, do you think they're smart? Do you think they have the medical knowledge to know that's where it comes from? <laughs> I don't... Well, they must I, have an inkling. That's why they do it to eunuchs. Exactly, yeah. And they, I mean, at least someone has, like, some sort of medical knowledge enough to, like, make people still be able to pee, because various exist. I have no idea how that happens. I don't know how that happens either, but that's a thing. I just imagine that his toilet is very messy. Ugh. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to imagine sad. It. But to... anyway, fiance penis, totally gone. Poor guy. Totally All right, so what about this Talisa? Okay. Jeez. So, 
I think, I still think <clears throat> that Talisa is a spy. Also, mm-hmm. I think she still may be Jane Westerling. I really feel like that. I don't see how she could be Jane Westerling because they went to Jane Westerling's house with her. True. Unless there's like a giant conspiracy. Because she was talking about yeah, her mother. Yeah, she could be like, oh, hello, Talisa, not Jane. Well, though, because when she was writing that letter, she was talking about like, there's a lot of things, my, a lot of surprises for my mother or something. Like, I don't know. There was just, like a weird tone. I could, I could see, I don't know, that she could still be and Jane Westerling, but I think it's this weird, definitely a weird why. They're, they're actually, I think they're just going to not do anything. Maybe they will, but they're actually, I've just changed my mind on what the crackpot theory is for the week. Cool. Because um, there are a lot of crackpot theories about Jane Westerling from the books and where she is and what's going on with her. Mm-hmm. Because she just disappears. In the books, you have no idea. Theoretically, she's in King's Oh, Lane. she's not at the wedding. No, they don't bring her to the wedding. They don't bring her to the wedding because they don't want to make Walter Frey mad. That That's the whole thing. Mm. But the Westerlings, they're Lannister bannermen, and her mom, like her parents were in cahoots with Tywin Lannister, which is the second reason why she actually stayed behind. Um, I think her parents, like, maneuvered that. But where is she? Theoretically, she's in King's Landing, but there's a discrepancy in the books where... Catelyn's description of what Jane looks like and Jamie Lannister's description of what Jane looks like are totally different. Right. Maybe that's a mess up in the books, but the thought is Jane has a younger sister, and the person that Jamie sees in King's Landing is actually her younger sister. Yeah. And that Jane Westerling right. is hiding somewhere because she's pregnant with Rob's babby. Yeah. And they think that she's at uh, with Wyman Manderley. That's, well, no, that's my theory. I don't know if everyone I, thinks I that. Thought, mm, no, that's my know. theory. Because Wyman Lam- Manderley has a daughter with green hair, and she's all, like, outspoken and being like, I don't say anything bad about the Starks. Right. And I think that maybe she's, she really, really isn't, I think she really is in love with Rob. Her family is right. shitty and doesn't, you know, and is still loyal to the Lannisters. But her mom, like, there's, like, this whole thing where um, Jane Westerling goes to Catelyn and has to talk with her. And is like, we're trying to get pregnant, but it's not working. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. And come to find out, Jane Westerling's mom is giving her a potion, which is essentially moon tea. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, anyway. And that's why she's not getting pregnant. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Also, though, so Jane's mom is Sybil Westerling. Sybil Westerling's mother. Oh, from Downton Abbey? Yes, exactly. <laughs> No, her mom is Maggie the Witch, which, which is the one that prophesied to Cersei. Yeah, very strange. Very strange. Oh, shit. Exactly. So they have some weird, I don't know, They're like all witches potion and stuff wizards. going on. So, I don't... I yeah, don't I'm definitely curious to see how they handle Talisa, but right now she could just be the, the thing that causes the Red Wedding. It could be that. Yeah. I, I just feel like there's still room for it to work out. Um... But honestly, like, that whole theory I just was talking about with Jane being pregnant doesn't fit in with Talisa being a spy either. So, these are just, this is just me being, just, thinking just, of possibilities. Just going for it. Just having a little crackpot little time. Exactly. Also, side note, back to crackpot for a second. Because remember the blackfish, like, disappears and he's, like, gone? Mm-hmm. People think that Jane is with him. And that he spirited her away because she has Rob's child. And that he's protecting her. What um, if, what if she gives birth to... Like a baby Rob, and they just use the Rob actor. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> like is terif- the baby. this is terrifying. This is terrifying. So, a uh, funny little thing that I noticed during the episode was um, when Jamie's like, 
Oh, sorry, I can't make it to Rob's wedding. Tell him the the Lannisters yeah. send their uh, what like their regards. wishes. That was kind of weird. Their, their regards, yeah. And I was like, oh, I get it, because the Lannisters set that shit up. But Jamie wouldn't know that. Jamie wouldn't know. He's been cut exactly. Off. I, I I knew that you know he doesn't know anything about it, but that's like immediately what I thought of, and I wonder if that's why it's there. Well, you know I, I also happens. wondered that. You know what happens though, right? Is like what? they when they kill him, they say the King Slayer says hello. I'm pretty really? sure that happens in the book. Oh. I'll have to double check that. But I, I think they mentioned that. the Kingslayer, and I think that's one reason why huh. people get upset. Interesting. Hmm. I think so. So, um, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, okay. So, Shay um, getting all upset about just being a prostitute and whatever, and like him, her really loving Tyrion and all that. You know, we know what happens at the end of book three with her, like, basically just being in it for the prostitute because she's with Tywin. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like the fact that she actually... It really seems like she actually loves Tyrion, and I, I don't think that's right. I, I agree. I think they're playing it really different on the yeah, show sure. than they are. So I don't know. I feel like they may handle it a little differently on the show. Well, right now Although they're trying they to give her that, more justification. They showed that fucking chain, though, which mm-hmm. we forgot to mention for in the sure. episode. Because um, that chain's gonna strangle her. She's oh, definitely. I definitely mm-hmm. that chain. Super dead. Um... So there's that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How, I wonder how they're going to play that out. I think the they're just using the this uh, Sansa stuff to make her angry. I think so, too. I think it's going to like drive her to jealousy. But the like... problem is that Tywin is the one that did it, so it doesn't make as much sense that she would go to Tywin's Unless bed. she has to. Unless, Unless she, like, you went her. to Tywin's bed to try to fix it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't like the, the, the like idea of, like... Like, I felt like in the book it was so clear. It was like... It was all for money, and Tyrion needs to stop trusting prostitutes. And, like, in the show, they're making it like, oh, you can fall in love with a prostitute, and the prostitute can fall in love with you. I think they're just doing it in the show to make it so much more painful whenever she does betray him. And I don't think... I'm very excited I don't think the book is even as clear, also, because the question is, when did she switch sides? And people don't really agree on that. Some people think she was constantly on Tywin's side. Yeah. Because... Same with Braun, but... Yeah, we don't know. know. We don't know. At this point, anyway. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. if you have theories about that, you know, send us links. I like to know. Um, I did like the little... No- so, I-, I feel like this conversation that Marjorie had with Sansa tonight about, like, sexual experience was, like, a little nod to what's going to happen later with the whole, is Marjorie a virgin and Cersei's downfall yeah. thing. Right. Um, because it- I don't... I don't know. If if you believe in the Grand Tyrell conspiracy, then Marjorie is a virgin. I don't know if I believe I that. I don't think it matters. I, that's true. Maybe it just doesn't even matter. Yeah, and I guess it's hard to prove it, especially with highborn ladies that ride horses. Yeah, they break exactly. their time. And... I think they even mentioned that. I think in the so, books. right? Like they talk about that being a thing. They would have to. Like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's true it's definitely true that that can happen and i think they even mention it in the book i i know i lost my hymen from yeah, riding horses i've happen. never ridden yeah. a horse so. so you still have your hymen okay good job guy's gross yeah <laughs> um i just thought it was an interesting nod and it i wonder is, if that's gonna come up sure. the, i mean it will come up to the show but maybe not for like a long time yeah a couple years <laughs> yeah but it's gonna be there it's planting the seed in the brain yeah they're doing good this season has done pretty good at planting seeds and i think so. that Another seed planted is the whole Melisandre was a slave, which you totally don't find out until book five, which is really interesting. They're just like drop that. Well, what do you think they're gonna do with that? I don't know. That, I don't know what they're doing within the books. 
Because she it only mentioned, like, I thought that was super interesting in the books, but then it, like, never talked about it again. Yeah. Like, she had, Melisandre like... Melisandre only gets, like, two scenes. She only gets a couple chapters, but she has, like, the flashbacks to her being, like, on the slavers, like, auction block, and you never see anything else. So I hope we get, I hope we get more about it in the next book. For sure. But it, they thought it was important enough to mention on the show, which makes you think maybe it's going to be something. Unless it's just, like... I mean, like the rest of this episode, where it's just like, here's some backstory, maybe some yeah. flavor text. I, that's the that is the problem, honestly. And there's so many years in between books, you start putting importance on things that's the not important things, at all, yeah. right? Because you're just grasping at straws to like make your life interesting. <laughs> in the meantime, it's the mm-hmm. world is so dark and full of pain that and terrors. you just need to find Game of Thrones theories to look at. Yeah. So. And but, now my brain is dark and full. Yeah, of I think we, that we did it. I think we've been podcast. It's late it is, at night, and I'm. It's very late. And I apologize if the um, energy was a little bit different, but. Gotta, hey, we're trying something new. So trying something new. we'll be See, back to normal next week, most for sure. likely. And I know we all miss Thrifty. So. We do. We miss mm-hmm. him so much. But he'll be back. Don't worry, unless unless the, the horrible <laughs> happens. He's like, oh, wait God. a second, this is great. Uh, I love not recording this. Bye shit. forever. Anyway. So. Oh man, my family doesn't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, well, thank you for listening, y'all, and be sure to, as always, send us cra- your crazy theories. Even if we don't e- email you back, we read every single one of them. I'm working on. E- there were a lot of good responses to the whole raw situation last week and i we've had family in town so i've not had time yeah. to email you back i've been i'm busy. sure we'll get tons of great ones about how long it takes you to become a skeleton so we're really i hope so i'm looking yeah. forward to it <laughs> yeah i also want to know what it takes to become a skeleton like that is like a you know form skeleton not like bones on the ground like mm. laying everywhere yeah you know what i'm saying like like a magical like, one like, you're in, like, some clothes, like, leaned up against the wall, and, like, all your bones are still in the mm. right place. I want that. I, yep. So, definitely, definitely. send us your thoughts. A skeleton thoughts. Yeah. But <laughs> if you if you think that it's a stupid fucking topic and we should stop talking about it, don't send us your thoughts. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't it. care. This is a skeleton cast. I want to hear. I want progress. I want real information. <laughs> and as always, keep riding that donkey. This milk is rotten.